Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen. And today we are chatting all about the 14-day seasonal Ayurvedic shift. So you might be um, surprised to hear me on a different day than Tuesdays. So I am going to be upping my episodes to two episodes every week. So I will be having a guest or a solo show on Tuesdays. My goal is to have now three guests a month. And then on um, Fridays, I will be releasing a solo show. And so again, these are going to stay. My solo shows are 20 minutes or less is kind of my goal. And um, I'm kind of just kind of planning and prepping for a maternity leave. I have some topics etched out. I am getting all my guests lined up. Um, so I have those shows recorded and ready to go. So they're all going to be, um, the podcast will not get interrupted as I'm taking a little, a couple month break, um, with the new, with the new baby. Um, but that's not coming until February. So I have some time, but if you have any topic requests, let me know, send me a DM over on, uh, Instagram at seasonal Andrea, or just send me an email and I would be happy to hear any topic requests or any guest request. Um, or maybe you are that guest that you would love to come on and chat um, anything Ayurveda, wellness, or um, yoga, I would love to have have you on. So let's dive in now um, to today's topic. So in Ayurveda, they honor six seasons, according to the ancient text. And I have been reading um, Astanga Hridyam, and there are two versions that I have. And I've been reading both of these pretty extensively because I'm using them as kind of the backbones for my um, upcoming book that I'm working on, as well as Ayurveda Secrets of Healing um, by Maya Towery. So both of those, or all three of those books are ones that I've been kind of deep in. And I thought, hey, this is a great time to share this kind of nugget that I um, came across as I was looking and researching for the book. But this one is a 14-day seasonal shift that I have never talked about on a podcast or probably ever um, until today. So what is this seasonal shift? What should you be doing? And what do the texts say? So the next shift is from the autumn season into early winter. And um, in Ayurveda, they break up winter into early and late. And so early winter is um, happening. It's about to happen. Um, November 22nd through December 9th, those are our 14 day journey. So we're going to be slowly shifting our habits from the autumn habits into the early winter habits. Now I say all of this because this is going to be weather and climate, depending where you live, where I live, I already have felt this shift. Um, we're kind of in it right now. I have already felt the pull and I'm going to share a little bit about how I've made my own 14 day transition or how I'm kind of in the process of it. Because in Minnesota, it's snowing as I'm recording this and it's supposed to snow again tomorrow. And we have just that, that bitter cold temperatures are coming at the end of the week. And so that shift is already kind of in the air for us. But if you don't live in a state or a country that has these shifts of the weather pattern, you might be kind of a little confused um, or what should I be doing? When should I be doing these things? Um, those dates aren't going to align for me. Because if you're looking at your forecast and you might live in Hawaii and you might be like, going to be 80 degrees November 22nd. This does not feel like early winter. And so for you, you're going to be shifting maybe probably in December towards the early winter. And you're going to have a much milder winter experience than say someone in Scandinavia. So these are all different things to take into account when I'm sharing about these seasonal shifts, because we always um, take in our unique individual uh, record. So myself. And I know many of my clients who are local 
also have been feeling this pull and this shift into this winter season, you know, that it was just this change in the air the last couple of weeks. So what have I been doing to kind of honor this transition, honor this shift, not necessarily doing it for a protocol purposes, but I heard, I just felt the pull to do these um, activities again. And the first one was making bread. So I love to bake bread in the winters and it's just something that I love to make just a a fresh loaf of bread. Um, I also have been called to make soups and more soups. And so I made some broccoli and cheddar soup over the weekend. Um, I started to drink warm teas again, which I don't usually ever feel called to do until that weather shifts. And because here in Minnesota, our autumn, it was a lot warmer than usual. You know, I was wearing shorts and a tank top and flip-flops two weeks ago as I'm recording this. And there is now snow and I, there's no way I'd wear any of that right now. And so it's just kind of, um, you know, really cool to see the shift in the atmosphere um, and how fast things can transition and change. So um, that's something that I've been feeling called to do. I've also been adding in yoga nidra. So last week, all of a sudden I was like, yes, you know, it's two o'clock. I want to do a yoga nidra for 40 minutes. And that's, um, I found a really great one and I'm hoping to have her. Um, I will share with you and hopefully in a few weeks, um, her name is Hillary and she's going to be on the podcast, I believe, and chat about yoga nidra. So if you're new to yoga nidra, um, you'll get a little bit more back background on that. So those are some of the things that I felt the call to, and I felt the shift to. Now, my son also has, so he sees me, I've been taking some, you know, daily elderberry and then a vitamin C boost. And so he's actually been asking to do the same. And so this is one thing I just want to remind you, if you have young kiddos, never underestimate your own teaching powers just by being you. So all of these things that I'm doing, like he comes home from school, I'm usually just finishing up my yoga nidra. So he sees me, you know, right now I'm just laying on the, our couch. I just recline it because I can't lay flat on my back. And honestly, <laughs> laying on my side for 40 minutes um, when that's how I have to sleep, my hips are at the point in pregnancy where that doesn't feel great. And so for me, the couch is a great spot. I put on my little eye pillow. I have my um, blanket and I'm all cuddled up. And he usually sees me right at the end because I kind of plan it around when he comes home from school and my husband picks him up. And so all of that are ways that I'm modeling to him how to take care of myself at this season. Um, Me and him have also been doing reading time. And so for 30 minutes every day, we have times where he is reading to me and then I read to him. And that's our little cocooning I suppose, of the seasonal shift. So you might have little things like that, that you incorporate with your kiddos. So they start to feel that energy because you'll probably also notice, at least my son does when it snows out, he gets really excited to go out and play in the snow, you know, the first couple times. And then it, you know, we kind of get over it here in Minnesota, it gets cold and it's, it gets long. And so we don't always want to go out there, you know, come March, cause we're just kind of over it. So those are kind of that, that, pull that even the kids are experiencing. So I have this all labeled out. I'm not going to go through all 14 days just because it's going to be probably not that great to listen to and to hear me. If you want the full breakdown of exactly these 14 days, um, head to the, head to my blog post on this, which again, is just andreaclawson.com forward slash blog. And you'll pull up this episode. Um, which is in, which is titled the 14 day seasonal Ayurvedic shift. Then you can read through the 14 day practices and protocols. Um, so I will just kind of give you a overview of what these 14 days kind of look like. So 
the first day you will start to incorporate. So this would be, if you're going to follow exactly like the calendar says, so on November 22nd, you would add in a fourth of the previous season routines and a third, three fourths of the new season routines, what that would look like. So maybe you keep your fall morning routine, but then you shift the rest of your routines, meaning what you're eating, how you work out, um, how you practice meditation or yoga nidra, um, how you have your evening routines. Uh, maybe you are eating by candlelight in the winter. Maybe you have less TV, whatever that you kind of start to do in the winter that maybe you don't do any, any other time of the year, that's what you'll be switching. Then day two, you're going to practice all of your old seasonal routines. So everything is back to what you did in the fall. Now you might be thinking, well, this seems kind of odd, but actually this is what I intuitively did basically last week. Um, you know, there was, I practiced yoga nidra. I did all of, um, probably three fourths of the new things. And then the next day I went back to just kind of the old things. Cause if we do notice the weather's always shifting. So our weather is not going to stay consistent. You know, we might have a couple days where it does snow and it feels cold. And then all of a sudden it gets a little bit warmer and then we come back down again. So these should, these should shift and they should flow, um, easily into your life. Then, and it's, this is how it kind of rotates for the next, um, 10 days. So you're going to rotate between day three would be a fourth of the previous routines. So a fourth of your fall routines, three fourths of your new routines, so again, I fall back to what I just said for, um, uh, for the first one is keep your fall morning routine, but shift everything else in your life. Then day four, half of your previous routines in the fall, and then half of your new routines. So maybe you keep your old morning routine and you keep your old workout schedule, but you switch in by adding in your yoga nidra, you're cooking, um, differently. You're adding in new foods. Then again, it's going to rotate back to the fourth, three-fourths, and then half, half, a fourth, three-fourths, half, half. That's how it's going to shift back and forth, back and forth for 10 days. Then on day 13, none of the previous season. So these are going to be your fully brand new winter, early winter routines. And then day 14, the last day, and I'm not sure why it does this. I'm not sure why it doesn't just finish on day 13, but day 14, you're supposed to do a fourth of the previous and then three fourths of the new season. So, uh, once again, maybe you do one more day of that fall morning routine and everything else is shifted. And then day 15, you're fully shifted, um, into your early morning routines, your early winter routines. So again, all of that to say, Ayurveda is very intuitive and it's about connecting to yourself on a deeply personal level. So whatever you feel called to do, whatever you feel called to leave, that's what you would leave. I just left that morning routine just because it's kind of something easy and tangible for us to think about as an example on the podcast. Um, it, it could be your workout routine that you leave if you, if you switch up your routine um, seasonally. Uh, it could be maybe your evening routine. Maybe you do something different in the winter. You know, Maybe you take a bath every night. Things like that are going to be the little shifts. These aren't like a big overhaul of everything. And for myself, the end of these 14 days, um, it falls at a perfect time um, because I'll be in my third trimester of my pregnancy at the end of those two weeks, in two weeks, basically when this is, when I've kind of made my own switch over. 
So for myself, that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm saving my morning routine to be the last thing I fully shift over, but I've already started to make the other subtle shifts, such as that yoga nidra, such as switching up what I'm cooking, baking bread, um, having more candles lit. So I am back to lighting candles in the house, dimming down. We have um, the burlap sack lamps, and then I have one that's not. So I always shut that one off. And I just leave that burlap sack I don't think that's, but you know what I'm talking about, that texture of the lamp that so it's really dim. That's what I leave on um, in the winter, especially because it starts getting dark earlier as well. And so all of those things that are happening, we feel in our bodies. And so an early winter morning practice, I did want to just quickly go over this. So in case you're like, Ooh, what would an early morning winter routine look like? Um, so maybe you have a notepad, maybe not maybe you come back and listen to this part. Um, but here's what you could do for the early morning. You could scrape your tongue and brush your teeth. You would practice yoga asana, emphasizing forward bends, twists, and extensions of the spine. Maybe you do alternate nostril breathing for five to 10 minutes. Then we're going to maybe do a quiet meditation for 20 minutes. So this early morning or this early winter season, it's all about keeping that vata happy and pacifying the vata. And so that's why that meditation is a little bit longer. So your yoga asana maybe is only 10 minutes, but the alternate astral breathing and the meditation is now going to be about 20 minutes of your morning routine. So more emphasis on the quietness and the stillness versus that movement. And then maybe you do an abhinyanga practice with sesame oil or lavender oil. Um, I actually have recently partnered up with um, OC oils and I'm going to have the founder on the, on the podcast as well. And she's going to chat about it, but they are wonderful. Um, I was gifted some of their oils to use and I love them. They smell great and they have dosha specific oils. They have um, breast massaging oils. They have um, one for your hair. So I got some hair one to try. I really wanted to do um, the oil in my hair. They have a belly massaging oil. Um, and I have a link again on that, on my blog post, and I'll put it in the show notes as well. In case you're interested, I'll put that link there for you to kind of look at different oils that they have. And you can save 10%, um, using the discount code Andrea 10, if you're interested, uh, they have a really cool story. So I'm really excited to share, um, her journey, OC's actual journey onto how she created these oils and they're, um, wonderfully made. They're made by the same company that Dr. Vasant lad uses for his oils. So Highly, I highly trust them. And then finally, after you maybe do your Abhinyanga practice, you eat a warm cooked breakfast. Oatmeal is a great option at this time of the year. Um, I like to do an oatmeal bake and I've recommended that to other clients, um, depending on what their Agni or digestive fires look like. Those are always a great way to have um, an easy to do breakfast in the morning. All right. So that would be your early morning winter practices. Now, if this is something that you want to explore deeper, I do have a free Ayurvedic winter guide. Highly recommend downloading it. I have a seasonal meditation shift in there. I have a yoga asana practice. So if you're like, Ooh, tell me what yoga pose is particular to do, um, download that guide. It has all of that, you know, labeled out for you as well as some other practices that you can incorporate during the winter months. So, um, check that out. Let me know if you have any questions. I will put all of that in the show notes. Otherwise, you can always find it over on my website.
All right. I hope this was helpful. And I hope that you will use that as you start to transition into this early winter season. Now that practice and the protocols that I labeled out that fourth and the three fourths, the half and half, that is going to be a practice that you do between every season. So even when you transition between the early and late winter months, you will be doing those practices again for those 14 days. Um, and I can come on the podcast and just send a reminder saying, Hey, if you're practicing the 14 day protocol, this, these are the dates that would be recommended. All right. Thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power.